Hello and welcome. My name is Nicole. I'm a yoga teacher, and this is your podcast all around the topics of yoga, health, mindfulness, and personal growth. Hello and welcome back to a new episode. And I want to start off this episode by asking you a question. And I want to ask you, do you think that you overall are living a balanced life? And I'm pretty sure another question that might pop into your head right now is, well, what does it mean to live a balanced life? And from an Ayurvedic perspective, if there is something that you're struggling with in your life, so any kinds of physical issues or also mental issues like um, depression or anxiety or then things like chronic pains, sleeplessness, restlessness, just any kind of unwellness in your body or mind is basically a sign of your body that there is something out of balance. So if you can think about right now, is there something that you struggle with? And I actually feel like almost everyone has something or more things that they struggle with. Me definitely on the front. So there were so many things, especially during the last years, I had to struggle with. I also want to get a bit more into that in this week's episode to just share that with you. And that's also why I have put yeah, so much time and, re and research into the whole topic of how can you find more balance in your life and heal these signs of imbalances that your body is giving to you. I want to share some tips that really help me to get more into balance. Of course, I'm still nowhere near a complete balance, but I'm also nowhere near compared to where I was a year ago. I really have to say that. So I hope that the tips that I have will be also valuable for you. And the very first one, so let's just jump right into it. The very first one is to become aware. So consciously reflecting on yourself. Are there things in my life that I'm doing too extreme or that, I, that I'm too rigorous about? Or am I overdoing anything and maybe neglecting something else completely? And then, of course, this question of, is my body showing me any signs? And it's actually quite difficult to do that and to bring awareness there because it just doesn't come natural to us. We don't take regular kind of time off to reflect on how are we actually feeling, how are we handling different things in our life. And we also try to somehow find the reason somewhere else and not be honest to ourselves. And I really have the perfect example here myself. So about a year ago, I was struggling super much with my digestion. So that was one of the things I had an issue with was my digestion and I had just moved to Cape Town to South Africa and I would look everywhere but into my own behaviors to what the reason for that could be. So I was so much like oh it for sure must be the water that I'm just not really used to the water or just really so looking away instead of inside and realizing that there were so many things that I was doing at that time that were just completely out of balance. 
So one thing, for example, would be that I was totally over-exercising. And I just wouldn't be honest with myself at all. Uh, I had just started my yoga teacher training and therefore I was doing super much yoga. That was also just part of it. But in addition to that, I was also going running all the time. I would attend bar classes and I had never really done that before. And they were actually really super hard. So I definitely realized, okay, wow, I'm doing so much exercise as never before in my life but I at the same time also thought that's the best thing I could do and that's great and I should keep doing that without realizing that my body is showing me so strongly that that's just not the right thing to do and that it's just too much and in addition to that for example I was also starting to eat super healthy it's not that I have not been eating healthy before but I would really take it kind of like a notch up and start to for example completely cut out carbs and not even really being aware of it cut out all kinds of sugar i wasn't drinking any alcohol so i was really really being so so strict and rigorous about my eating behavior and that was also just completely too much i was also almost vegan so i didn't eat any meat i had fish once in a while but then also almost no dairy products and that was just then too, too, way too much for my body. And clearly living on an almost vegan diet didn't suit my body at all. And I also totally stopped doing that. So I'm not vegan and not vegetarian at all since this year again, because I just really had to t see what can I change to see how my digestion might improve. And since then it really has so much improved and I started to eat much more varieties of food i would really have a much more balanced approach to eating and have pizza once in a while or and sushi and all the really really nice things that might not be super healthy but i would have them totally in a way more balanced way and it's it's just i also feel like so impressive how the body shows us clearly if we do something too much that it's just not good at all and I think it's the same thing for a lot of people with working that they would just work so 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 much and not take any breaks and really getting into this mode of but I want to achieve something in my life and I have to do this now just for a period of time and after that I can then relax again but the truth is just really if we overdo things and that's as, as true with exercising and food as it is with not taking any rest and overworking then the body is just gonna pay, pay for it or our health is gonna pay for it because it, it manifests in any kind of disease and yeah we have to then kind of like feel the results from doing things too much or also too little because it's of course just the same if we don't exercise at all for example and so the very, very first step again is to bring awareness to our own behaviors and to be the observer of what signs is our body giving us. And things that I can totally recommend to encourage doing that is first of all, to regularly take walks where you just don't bring your phone. And I started doing that really, really regularly. So I almost do it every day that I just go outside 
for a nice walk and leave my phone at home because that allows the brain to really shut off, to not be influenced by anything else around us apart from nature. And that in turn then allows the unconscious mind to bring things up because things are gonna come up. If you don't feed your mind with anything from the outside, you can really see how from the inside things are just showing up and things will get so clear to you and it will also give you so much space for new thoughts and creative creativity to arise so that's definitely one thing i can so recommend and in general also walking is so underrated actually so going for walks is really really one of the healthiest things we can actually do also for our heart and our whole system and our body but so that's one thing and another is of course journaling and that of course makes super much sense because it really really encourages this reflection and one tool that i still love super much in regards to journaling is free writing which works like that that you have um, the beginning of a sentence for example like balance to me means and then you set your phone on two minutes on a timer and then you start filling out that sentence writing for the full two minutes so you have this balance to me means and then you just continue writing whatever comes up in your mind you just write it down and also if you don't know what you should be writing you just keep writing anyways and then write like i don't know what i should be writing but i'll just continue and just see what will actually come up because something will come up that's just for sure and it's the unconsciousness again that gives you just so many insights on what is really really going on in your body and what is your body maybe asking for and craving right now so that's another thing and then i want to come directly to tip number two which is also a bit related to that because it helps so much again to create this awareness and that is to spend time alone and also learning to be alone and of course that's for everyone a little bit different and i have of course no idea how it is for you if you love to be alone and if you're a lot a lot alone or if you absolutely hate it and cannot stand it and if you fall into the second group i can really so much encourage you to try and integrate a bit more alone time into your life i was definitely one of the first group that i would just not be able to be alone and it was actually the first time where i was really really forced to be alone was when i was on my semester abroad in Rome and also afterwards where I then moved to Hamburg where I started my first full-time position and basically I only had my colleagues at work but apart from them from yeah from them I didn't really had any friends and I was really really forced especially on the weekends to just be alone and be with myself and in the beginning that was so hard for me because I felt lonely and I couldn't handle being alone. There were just too many thoughts coming up and I was feeling so uncomfortable and also then just also sad. And yeah, I really had to learn it. And over time it got so much better that I started enjoying it more and more. And now when I think about it, I love to be alone and I love to have time for myself and I have no problem going somewhere alone, traveling alone and earlier i think i when i was younger i wow i don't think i could have ever done that because it was it would just so like overwhelm me but 
spending time alone is so 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 important and to learn to do that as well because again through time alone we can really get to know ourselves we can become much more aware of our internal world our thoughts and what's actually really going on and so i think being alone or spending time alone is really one of the key factors to find more balance in our life so maybe you can just look at your week ahead and think about where could i plan in a little bit of me time that i really consciously spend just by myself and then let's directly come to the third point which is a little bit contrary now to the second one but it doesn't they don't exclude each, each other because they are just equally important which is actually really connecting with others and learning about them so i think of course with your close friends and the people you spend most time with you know uh, kind of like what their habits are what they look like um, yeah what their life looks like not what they look like and what they how they approach certain things so you can kind of like get a better feeling of when something actually really is in balance because without kind of like comparing and not comparing in a negative way but just in general comparing yourself to others you don't actually really know if what you are doing is normal or not right so if you for example wouldn't know how anyone else in the world is doing workouts or how anyone else is eating you wouldn't know if your own eating behaviors or your own exercise routine is actually normal and i think in that regard it's really important to also connect with people and get to know about other people and their lives that are not the closest to you so that you get a bit of a broader picture to really see okay is what i'm doing actually a balanced or am i maybe doing it too much or too little just by seeing how are other people approaching certain things and therefore i think it's really important especially when meeting new people to be curious and to ask about how do their days look like what do they how do they approach certain things and so on and just definitely not only doing that with your very close close circle because most likely they're doing everything very similar to yourself right so i think that's super super important to be really open-minded and be curious and learning about others and comparing in a positive way to learn from others and to just kind of like yeah get a better feeling and get out of your own circle i think that's especially also super important in regards to social media because of course we are living in a bubble and we are only seeing what kind of like resonates with us and there are all these algorithms on the internet that just reflect back to us how we ourselves live our life and what we like and what we don't like and so on and therefore yeah, i think it's super important to break out of that circle to also again just get new inspiration in as well and to also regain some perspective and so i feel like when searching for balance for more balance in life it actually has many more benefits than just finding balance because as i just said by by getting in new perspectives that can also totally transform our lives because we are oftentimes just so narrowed and we see things the way we are right and not the way the things actually are because we're so much influenced by our own thinking and perspectives and therefore we really 
consciously and constantly need to broaden our focus and what we take in and what we consume to just really stay open-minded in that regard <laughs> and that was tip number three let's come to number four which is a very practical approach and that is the 80-20 principle and you might have for sure already heard of that principle which is also called the Pareto principle but in that regard it's more meant that with 20% of the work you put into something you get out 80% of the results so basically you only have to put in 20% to get 80% out of it and that's actually not what I mean right now um, but I mean that we have this 80-20 balance of 80% of the time trying to do all the things that you know are good for you choosing the healthy foods going for a run not staying up too late so getting enough sleep and so on so doing all these good things 80% of the time and then 20% of the time you can just do whatever you feel like you can skip your exercise today lie on the couch you can have pizza and ice cream for dinner just watch Netflix all evening long and all these things that your body then just also really craves because the very interesting thing that I so often get aware of um, because I also try to consciously bring awareness to it is that my body so exactly tells me what it wants especially in regards to food because I so have it and that's not uh, actually related to periods because so many women of course have it that when they have their periods they crave more food or chocolate and so on but I have it in general that I just have some days where I am so hungry so I wake up in the morning and I'm just hungry and I want to have all the carbs and I just cannot basically have enough and then other days I'm just not hungry at all and almost like forget to eat anything and that just shows how extremely the mind and the body are just interrelated because the body sends clear like signals to the brain to the mind of what it needs so that we then crave it so the body, for example, really, really, really needs a specific type of nutrient. And then, yeah, our mind tells us you really, really today should eat uh, fish or meat or whatever. And then we do it and the body is happy <laughs> and gets what it wants. And I really think that's so interested and interesting. And I would actually love to hear if you have that as well, that you can really feel sometimes that your body is so strongly asking for something especially in regards to food for me and that you can feel that interconnectedness as well but yeah because the body is just a crazily intelligent system and it all makes sense and that's just super fascinating but let's finish off with point four and come to number five my last tip and that is to integrate more yoga and specific breathing exercises in your life that are specifically focused on balancing the body because we don't only balance our life with our behaviors and of course also our thoughts and so on but we can actively also do that by integrating a yoga practice and a breathing technique that i want to explain to you now because those two things have an extremely balancing effect onto the body and the mind as a whole so yoga has so many balancing postures and that really helps to balance out our both sides of the body and 
yoga is specifically made to balance out the body because it's totally natural that our two sides in the body are different and so you for sure have noticed that you all everyone i think has one leg that is a little bit stronger or of course each one of us is either left-handed or right-handed i'm left-handed by the way um if you are too then that that's super cool <laughs> um but so that's absolutely normal that we're different on both sides and it's actually super interesting as well because the our left side and the left brain is the female part and the right side the male part so it's really really interesting interesting if you want to hear a bit more about that you can also of course just look it up yourself but i can also talk about that in a future episode so just let me know but so just to get into that shortly it's really interesting that the side that is stronger in our body is so closely related to the male and the female that we have that each one of us has inside them which then shows also in specific character traits and behaviors that we have so by practicing yoga we can balance that out to just find more evenness and to feel better and one breathing exercise i want to share with you maybe you know it it's, it's called nadi shodana and it works like that that you bring your ring finger of your right hand the ring finger onto your left nostrils so on your nose on the left side and your thumb also of the right hand comes onto your right nostril so i'll just do it right now you can maybe do it with me if you're not uh, in a public space right now and people might think what are you, what are you doing but so you can put the ring finger onto the left side the thumb onto the right nostril and not pressing it yet but then you take a deep inhale in through your nose and then you close the left nostril with your ring finger and breathe out through the right nostril and then you close the right nostril with your thumb and breathe in through your left nostril and then you breathe out through the left again close the right and so on so you basically do this alternate breathing through the left and the right nostril and that has an extremely extremely balancing effect onto the body and especially the hormones and if we can balance out our hormones that's basically what we want to do because they are responsible for really almost everything so bring more balance towards that but i really think i have to do an extra episode about balancing the hormones in specific but that's basically what's at the root of it all but yeah so so much more to talk about um but i think that was enough for this episode right now i hope you enjoyed it i hope you could take something away from it and maybe i should do a quick recap of what the five points were so the first one was to bring awareness to your behaviors and to what your body is telling you is there anything you're doing too extreme or that you're neglecting that you should be doing more of and so on the second one was to spend time alone so finding some more me time and tuning in with yourself and going inwards the third one was to widen your perspectives and your scope and hear about other people and their lives and not the ones that are close to you to really get in some new views and new perspectives um the fourth one was to approach everything with the 80 20 principle 
And the last one to integrate yoga and breathing exercises to balance out your body, your mind and your hormones. Make sure to stay tuned on this podcast because next week is gonna be when I am so happy to share with you the interview I've been talking about, which is gonna be all around the topic of skincare and beauty. So you can definitely look forward to that if you're interested in that. I now wish you a wonderful rest of your day or your evening. Check out um, my Instagram and my website, yogabynicole.com. I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, I'll be talking to you soon. Namaste.